listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Yo, I was riding the train and this Puerto Rican kid said simple and plain, let's battle. It kind of took me by surprise because the brother was moving with his eyes on the prize. I said, screw it. I ain't got nothing to lose, but, um, but I got to do this shit real quick. So, um, hurry up kid bust your joints and then i bust mine and i'll be out because i got to see this hottie yet she said he said okay i don't remember these lines uh now check it check it out blah 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 that's what he said then i came back and just fucked up his head because yo he thought our mc was who he was seeing on tv couldn't hold the shit down in new york city ayo i showed his ass then i went off on my task to bless her ass uptown real mcs to hold it down yeah yeah sunny to the beat like that you want to bring it to me where you at hey welcome to the blackout test podcast your host rod and karen we're in the house on a sunday morning yes we are sir giving uh giving you guys that that good podcast and that y'all need in your lives mm-hmm. you can find us on itunes and stitcher and you can continue to not give us five star reviews it's some sort of weird boycott or something that we don't understand i mean because y'all don't like the show anymore i mean you let me know what's going on i mean we've been good to y'all i mean mm-hmm. i don't i mean y'all people all of a sudden that's all funny right but it's cool um but hey you can also go to the blackoutest.com leave us uh comments on our website uh vote in the polls uh on each episode um sign up for a premium become a premium member the blackoutest.com slash premium um and a bunch of other stuff all you gotta do is go to the blackoutest.com the official weapon of the show is the taser and an unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme and today's podcast is brought to you by shadow doll productions uh they are uploading a bunch of new videos to their youtube channel every day for the rest of the year so you guys can really pick them up by going to their youtube channel watching liking and commenting on movies it's a free easy way to support the blackout to a sponsor thanks guys check it out youtube.com slash user slash shadow dog production or just go to the website and type in shadow dog productions um all right let's go ahead and get into um the the, the, the show Yes, and before we do it, I have a random thought. Go ahead. I have, I have some too, then. Okay. Uh, my first random, well, actually, random thought in like a few little things that we had talked about that I want to say. Uh, the first thing I want to say is that um, people who make burritos, burrito making people, mm-hmm. um, if you don't know what you're doing, go get somebody else and ask for help. Yes. Um, the biggest reason why I say this is because me and Roger, we eat a lot of burritos, and like i don't i don't i can say i don't know how to properly make burritos but i've never worked for somewhere that actually make burritos but at the same time i know how my burrito is supposed to look and so it's been several times where we've been to like uh cadobas or chipotle and they give me a burrito to look like they just wrapped they just like lightly wrapped it up and i was like what the fuck is this i'm gonna bite it it's gonna fall to pieces and i've actually t- taken it back being my white woman of color and be like nah y'all need to wrap this up i paid full price i want a full burrito i i don't want a sandwich i want a burrito Mm -hmm. and um we had went to chipotle the other day and this girl wrapped the burrito that motherfucker looks so goddamn nasty me and roger looked at each other i was looking at roger like i'm not eating that shit i don't know what she was doing i don't know but she should have asked for help i mean because we it was like the day before thanksgiving and i understand they were trying to clean up and close down but at the same time you should have asked for help because my thing was like don't serve me nothing that you would not eat 
yeah she was the, she made she did the double error of making the burrito with too much stuff in it um so and this happens and it, uh, uh, sometimes they try to hook you up but it's like you don't actually need to hook me up uh not just, with a burrito because with a burrito if you put too much shit in there it won't close so i'll you know like she was putting a whole bunch of stuff in there and i was looking at it like she this was, shit ain't gonna close she was being very and and what i realized like i said we've been long enough most people that are new 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 are very heavy-handed mm-hmm. and you can tell when somebody's new because they just plop 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 and i'm like you i've i've ate them enough to know that hey that's not gonna close or that's gonna be messy right. and a lot of times the raps end up breaking they end up going back and forth and you know i don't want to be nasty and tell them up front hey don't stuff this hard like i might have to tell them don't no be as light as you can right well she uh she fucked it up um the burrito was all messed up y'all Yeah, it was messy it, it was sloppy it was leaking and honey and it was hilarious because i don't know if you realize this but other people in the back that was cleaning up was looking at the bullshit she was oh, doing I, saw it. I realized everything and um they looked at us look at each other and i was trying to keep a straight face but i looked at roger like nigga do you see what the fuck she doing and then she got mad when uh the dude uh came up to help her or whatever uh because he was like look you need some help with that and she was like i got it i got it i'm like she does not have it no, she needs help she and then we had to ask to get it rewrapped anyway yeah and and what she did i was like can you wrap that and what she did y'all she literally wrapped the burrito again so now with another burrito yeah, wrap so, so it was double I, wrap so now i had eight eight layers of burrito to bite into before i got to my content i was like what the fuck is happening here yeah um um yeah that that was that was crazy that was um a lot of burrito that was a lot of burrito i don't know what the training program is these days for burritos but this is why america is coming in last okay guys (laughs) right this is an american work ethic thing right here this would not be acceptable mm-hmm. and it, you know it's one of those things where like i say we've been going long enough and i can tell when i go to places long enough because sometimes when somebody's new uh like uh we go to jersey mike's and i know um how normally the subs we make because we normally order the same subs and so when somebody new is making the sub i'll be like um baby that got bacon on it she'll be like it do mm-hmm. i'll be like yes sir <laughs> like i've been ordering it long enough to know what it's supposed to be because then they and the things i'm not nasty and mean or rude but it's like i'm paying so i want my money worth yeah that's what i get for going to chipotle right for their clothes but also that happened at um Kidova too so who knows mm-hmm. that was in the middle of the day yeah and it was hilarious uh the girl she didn't get offended uh but it was funny we went back and she was like i remember you you bought your burrito back because i didn't wrap it tight she said i've been practicing <laughs> i started laughing i was like yeah because don't nobody want no half-ass burrito like a burrito is supposed to be wrapped a certain type of way so it don't fall to pieces but yet it's not too tight so it don't burst it but yet you want it wrapped up enough where you can kind of peel it like a banana like i like to peel my foil like a banana you know with some of y'all savages out there to just take the whole burrito out like what the hell you gonna do with that because second you bite into it the whole thing gonna fall to pieces but i like to peel mine off the top like a banana and so kind of bite down into it so i can enjoy my burrito and um she gave that thing to me and it felt like a a wet set cloth i was like no ma'am no ma'am i took it right on back up there and um 
one of the dudes he's been there for a long time i think i've had to do that to two of the girls one of the, one of the dudes he's been up there for a long time and he'll look at it and he'll just shake his head he'll know when i bring it back up there because they know we we normally don't complain we because we go there all the time we don't complain we normally eat so for us for, for me to go back up there he know that something is wrong yeah what else you got oh also these are kind of semi uh announcements things that we talked about uh we're going to be doing holiday cards me and roger talked about this we're going to be doing holiday cards so yeah we always do about this time of year we always uh let people email us in if you email us your address um we we go make holiday cards and then we uh we mail them out to everybody um it's a nice little thing it's really for like you know uh kwanzaa and whatnot but uh uh but we've done different different ones in the past so um yeah this is that time of year so if you guys want um your card uh just mail us your address and uh we'll 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 mail mail them out until we're out so yeah uh, email is the blackout tips at gmail.com and like i said just put in the title like holiday card make sure you put your name and your address everything in there that you need and uh yeah we'll we'll send you a, a holiday card and if you want to send us one our address address is on our website the blackoutist.com uh just click the about section mm-hmm. we love the cards and uh yeah we love to get cards if you want to send us like a a gift or something we have um you know you can mail it to us or we also uh, have a wish list on amazon that uh we tweet out regularly and i'll try to put a link to it in uh the show notes yeah so that's kind of a way because it's that time of the year we know we always pick up new fans and and you know people uh think about us during the holiday season you know because of the year and you know uh we've uh uh helped them in various different ways so this if you feel like doing something for us you can't it's not no obligation or anything like that we're just thankful that people do and we're just happy that people do and when y'all say we enjoy the cards we really enjoy the cards and we actually uh read the cards on the air we like the pictures of the kids and the children and the family photos and things like that so we look forward to it and um with the uh amazon wish list and the gifts a lot of times we hold on to those as they come in during the month and we uh, we literally like kids we open them up on christmas day that's what we do and normally the feedback show after that we kind of tell all the gifts that we got during that time so we appreciate anybody that's thinking about us during this time of the year it means the world to us and like i said don't forget uh email us at the blackoutwhotips at gmail.com and send us your name and your um address so we can mail you a card we've been doing it for the past few years and everybody seems to love it and also we're going to be doing a calendar you know for 2018 so as details come out about that we'll let you guys know all right those have been your announcements was that anything else no that was it govern yourselves accordingly all right um i did have some random thoughts though um people who announced that they aren't seeing a comic book movie like they deserve a medal of honor are the motherfucking worst yes they are like motherfuckers really be acting like they like stopped a terrorist attack because they didn't go see a movie i didn't see justice league like congratulations nigga a lot of people didn't see it ain't make that much money come on like you don't deserve nothing for that like that's the reason they keep making them no bitch the reason they keep making them is because they will continually forever have some of the greatest characters in comic book history and it really wouldn't matter how they represent it they're gonna they're gonna be movies out there that people go see like um it's funny too because it's like if you don't go see it but then you spend all your social media time talking shit 
it's almost like you're doing free advertising yes you are so i feel like you should get some credit you know off of your ticket when you do eventually succumb and buy your ticket uh but yeah it was funny because justice league is a movie everybody knew was gonna be like bad or to to mediocre at best correct and i've seen so many people pull to like i refuse i'm like well did you go see thor yeah because let me guess because it's a good movie that's typically why people see movies when you stop going to see good movies let me know (laughs) because it's not really that big of a fucking deal to not go see a bad movie Uh -uh. come on guys um but you know i'm just i will i I, i've taken to just when i see people say shit like this now i just look at them and i say thank you for your service (laughs) ah so they didn't go so that i could go so there was one extra seat come on and i didn't have to sit next to nobody um i've been watch. i watched the entire punisher netflix series i love it uh, i think it was great it's honestly my favorite of the punisher net of, of all the netflix series my favorite of the netflix series um for marvel um motherfucking uh frank castle is a beast you know yeah i've seen uh bits and uh pieces of it with you and the parts i seen i was like oh my goodness it, and the thing is who would have thought that Shane would have came this way? Shane done came a long way from The Walking Dead, ain't he? Yeah, um, the thing I liked the most about it was, um, like, he's, it's Impossible White Man. Yeah, And, is. like, almost all comic book stuff is actually just, like, thinly disguised Impossible White Man, but, um, you know, sometimes, you know, they give people powers and shit, which kind of pushes them out of the category. You know, Daredevil got super hearing. Luke Cage got impenetrable skin. Danny Rang has the annoying, uh, Iron Fist thing. Ha! Ah. Uh, Jessica Jones has powers. The Punisher, the only one of them niggas ain't got no powers. He's he just. A regular ass nigga. His power is being crazy. <laughs> and, um, that's what I love about that dude. Like, he's not Batman where Batman plans and does all this shit. He's just crazy and, he's willing to take away more pain and suffering than the kind of people that that he's after killing so um i i fucking love this joint um barenthal did a great job and the only thing that made me wonder because i feel like you know all these netflix series season ones are always kind of like they're not they're like origin stories they're not truly like the finished product until you know till like the last episode um i just kept thinking like how does the punisher decide which crimes are the death penalty because you know in the comic book you know he'll if we see a, a man mugging an old lady that motherfucker's dying you know Duh. um but and he's not at that level yet in this and he's actually trying to do some other stuff in this series i'm not right. gonna spoil it but mm-hmm. um you know at one point you know at some point i'm assuming he's gonna be just wearing that vest with the skull on it walking around yes. capping anybody that, that gets robbing a mom and pop store and i was like what's the least shit he's probably killed for you know like has he ever killed somebody for jaywalking you know maybe you ever shot a kid for shoplifting <laughs> ah! you know if he sees somebody like just double park you know somewhere does he just like wait on that motherfucker to come outside like this your car pow you know i just wonder how he you know because uh for for vigilante he's he's very strict with these crimes you know um another thing i was thinking about because uh, in the punisher series they had this uh as with all the marvel netflix series they had a really uh, a sex scene they always have like a one or two in there well they had this one sex scene and they was fucking in the shower and i was thinking everybody that's ever tried that already knows you don't you don't have sex in the shower that's, that's ridiculous and i was thinking how how many injuries and 
just the inspiration in general to even have awkward shower sex how many of our generation was lost to that because of late night cinemax come on it's not fun it's not enjoyable and uh a lot of times all your lubrication washes away mm-hmm. like so it's not it's, it's very dry and harsh for everybody involved like um you know and then you got to stand on your feet you got to move around you got a limited amount of space like it is and you're dealing with you know uh same sex is a little different but when you're dealing with people that are opposite sex like man and woman women's body temperatures are like a few degrees naturally just hereditary lower than men so women like they showers fucking blazing hot like boiling water hot compared to how men like theirs so then you shower and you got somebody who likes they water boiling hot and somebody like they water lukewarm and y'all in there trying to fuck and the other person like ah it's too hot ah it's too cold that's not enjoyable at all yeah uh, but a lot of people tried it because you know maybe punisher just brought it back maybe people will there's a new generation of people that wasn't thinking about having sex in a tiny apartment shower that does not have all the room for all that fucking um maybe they maybe they're gonna be inspired to try it too don't do it and then you ain't even talk about soap and slippery feet and all that other bullshit you do in the shower no thank you mm-hmm. um i hate when i order takeout and they make the pickup time sound negotiable <laughs> what do you mean like i'll be on the phone i'll be like uh yeah can i get you know a pizza with this on it and that on it and they'll be like okay um about 15 minutes is that a question you supposed to tell me okay (laughs) is it 15 minutes or is it not can i now submit uh actually it'll be about 10 oh yep you're right uh we'll have it ready in 10 five oh five okay we can hurry up and get this down like i don't i don't i don't know like to ask the question yeah i don't know the answer you know the answer is it 30 20 i don't know only one of us knows the answer to this guys and it ain't me because i'm calling you right um if uh, oh okay uh so mcdonald's and wendy's had a beef on twitter for a second this weekend oh shit but uh that's not what's important what is important is this uh they hit on something that was true um because they said you know because uh mcdonald's tweet was fucked up and it didn't it it, it was clearly like sent it was sent out too early because it said copy and link like tech ad here or something and wendy's was like oh is your tweets down like your ice cream machine always down <laughs> oh the shade the shade the ice cream slushes going everywhere but also why the fuck is that ice cream machine always down right right because why i worked at wendy's our frosty machine was never down never i don't and y'all i don't care when you go to uh wendy's they got chocolate they had well chocolate for a long time now they finally got vanilla about five six years ago they got vanilla and anytime i go there and ask for an ice cream cone i got a motherfucking ice cream cone ain't no ain't no maintenance ain't no machine down don't nobody ever i literally any windows i've ever went to don't nobody ever tell you it's every broke right like it's a 99.9 percent chance of windy shit working right and it's also like this a huge percentage chance that you know it's like 50 50 for mcdonald's ice cream 
like i wonder what the deal is with that man and like people have done exposés into it and everything Mm -hmm. a lot of them said something about the machine and they were saying it's hard to clean people don't want to do it and they were saying now since most mcdonald's are fucking 24 hours you never have a time to shut the machine down and you talking about the night shift night shift ain't gonna shut it down for the day shift Mm mm-hmm uh so yeah i was on i was like that's that's an amazing coincidence mm, but but you mean tell me all this fucking money technology y'all can't have a machine that self-cleans all this technology now we got robots that can fucking backflip but we can't have a self-cleaning ice cream machine uh malia obama got caught uh someone posted a video of her look like she was smoking weed um and then of course no typical cycle i stayed out of it but the typical cycle on my social media black people getting way too offended like you know y'all trying to bring down this black girl white people partying a little too hard you know conservatives and shit like you know and because we're very protective of that family you know i totally understand um and then um people started with the malia ain't got no black friends and that's the problem if she had black friends uh these videos and stuff of her wouldn't be surfacing and i'm like nah black people not no monolith we're not no extra if the only difference if malia obama had black friends is that the videos would surface on lipstick alley first come on and then a world would, star <laughs> like then it right then it was spread to twitter like come on get the fuck out of here we not like we will tell your business as quick as the next fucking person i know half the people on my timeline business without trying to know it because somebody else done told their business all over the streets like nah it would have happened she's too famous and we are now we have just reached a different level in society a different time where everyone has a cell phone there is no privacy really unless you just do something in complete secrecy there's just no privacy someone will always be especially for someone that famous someone's gonna always be trying to find some scoop on her or something you know um so i just thought that was funny um uh my thanksgiving i enjoyed it i enjoyed seeing my family as much as y'all enjoy staying home and judging people's plates online um (laughs) struggle plates i saw beans with strawberries in them and shit i understand yep oh glad i missed that yeah for the thanksgiving prayer i did put in a request for a white prayer but i was denied by yeah everyone. the pumpkin spice prayer was denied sir so he tried i would have but then nah, i was like nah i can't do that can't do too many black folks I next think. year i'm gonna say the prayer that way we'll <laughs> skip the middle man i'm gonna give a white prayer <laughs> your daddy ain't gonna ever pick you i think he crossed you off the list Mm-mm. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just take over. I'm gonna do it before he can say it. Yeah, cause your daddy always picked the person. I think he go, he gonna be like, nah, son, you can't do it. I'm gonna pray like Reverend Lovejoy on The Simpsons. Oh, Lord. We are gathered here today. That's how they pray. Um, <laughs> it was weird though, cause like, I saw all these articles, you know, it's been two years in a row now, but it was white people's articles to white people worried about their Trump supporting ass uncles and, and nephews and all this shit, you know, how to get through Thanksgiving with a, with a, someone that loves Trump, you know, how, you know, it's all these instruction guys and stuff. And, and then, like I said, typical cycle, white people put those stupid ass articles out. Black people get kind of in our feelings and respond to it. You know, we react with the whole, well i mean you need to talk to them why you got don't go to don't go to like it's all these different things people tell it's not no one thing by the way there's black people that say don't go down there and even see that motherfucker don't invite them there's invite them but then y'all gotta argue at thanksgiving 
you know which i'm like uh to if we're being fair we're being honest that no you don't like if we're being fair we're being honest Most people don't. the vast majority of us are not spending thanksgiving arguing with that one motherfucker we don't like at thanksgiving or two motherfuckers or whatever i don't know it's, y'all it's numbers. not worth it you're not nobody i'm not saying about being worth it i'm saying it don't happen as often as people like yeah it does but it's a rarity yeah we right? portray it as if like every thanksgiving i got to walk in the house and prove my love like no you might have that uncle or aunt you don't fuck with and i and forget trump for a second i'm talking homophobia right i'm talking uh sexism and shit from 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 men and women in the family you know the don't close close your legs and all this type of shit i'm talking like there's so many issues within family because family is kind of a random structure of people that come together simply from you know tradition quote unquote you cannot participate in it obviously some people choose to do that but if you go down there you're not gonna spend fucking three four hours with your family fighting and, and everybody knows it's not realistic but it makes us feel better to be like go down there and fight your family as if that's how change would happen anyway i don't even Correct. really believe that that's how it's gonna happen in america but um anyway i just thought it was funny because all these black people were so concerned with white people's thanksgiving which i don't give a fuck about mm-hmm. if i ain't gotta be there i don't care right um i was like i'm actually i woke up and was like glad to be black in a pretty progressive family love it like love and in the south some all our food season nobody supporting trump at the thanksgiving we just having a good time if they if somebody does support trump they keeping that shit to themselves and i'm fine with that come on if they somebody do bring them up everybody automatically goes fuck him and everybody keep eating right just a black blessing but um the one scourge that we don't talk about in the black community enough that um clearly many of us have been dealing with for our whole lives if not longer um what about that cowboy's loving uncle that be coming to all the cook to the thanksgivings and shit i know y'all know who i'm talking about every black family got a cowboy's loving uncle every single one there's not a it doesn't matter if you then it's you if you say it's not it's you (laughs) they america's team and america's team and they've been playing for thanksgiving since since that since thanksgiving that like before you had a local team this nigga like the cowboys you know everybody knows them you know um and it's not like the other teams because everybody tries to bring up well i got in my in my state it's the florida state loving no 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 it's not the same i'm talking about a national crisis in the black community <laughs> that happens every fucking thanksgiving because those cowboys play every thanksgiving yep and yet the cowboys haven't won a super bowl in 21 years they haven't even been close in 21 years and yet this nigga shows up in his approved jersey and talks shit immediately every time i actually wrote a piece on the medium about this because it was so <laughs> it, it was it was on my heart this much i'm a reader right now it's thanksgiving slash indigenous people's day again and all of us black folks who are fortunate enough to be able to make time to see our family today aren't worried about unseasoned food or conversations with trump supporters i mean maybe some of y'all but that's not my business no what we're worried about is the annual scourge and menace on the family known as your cowboys loving uncle i got a couple i I know uncle randy is my main the main one show up with that damn emmett smith jersey every year i'm like clockworking like here we go 
now this doesn't apply to other teams it's not the same as the raiders or the steelers or even the patriots no why because those teams don't always play on thanksgiving day right. only the cowboys and the lions sully this day every year and lions fans don't have the confidence or the resume to be annoying on thanksgiving <laughs> if anything lions fans are like that cousin who brings the girl no one approves of to thanksgiving Oh, they just sit there in shame that the family has to witness their public embarrassment for a certain amount of time and then they eat quickly silently and leave early as you wish them better luck next year no cowboys loving uncle has a completely different approach he pulls up in his car with that cowboy license plates and decals Come probably on, a truck Rex. probably a truck by the way walks in gregariously and asks you how about them cowboys before you can even say hey right you know when they did how about them cowboys you right like, we ain't even a turkey dog right you know the game ain't on yet right you know we got three hours for the game starts yep he asked you how about them cowboys despite the fact you've never rooted for the cowboys a single day in your entire life like y'all on the same team <laughs> ah! then cowboys loving uncle tim will notice your lack of enthusiasm in his greeting and label you a hater for the rest of the evening <laughs> this- that's the only that goes oh you a hater you a hater this also starts very early in the cycle the vicious cycle of him asking you who your team then every 10 minutes for the rest of the night even though somehow he can't remember i've told you 27 times it's the panthers who your team again nephew cowboys loving uncle of course is ready to eat but before he can even get his plate he got to start annoying everybody with his favorite rhetorical question of the night what time is the game Y'all gonna put the game on? Is the game on yet? <laughs> when the Cowboys play? Who this playing? What time is the game? Put the game on. Y'all not y'all gonna put the game on, right? Ain't nobody watching no NBA. Right. Oh, why why y'all got it on the oh what what time is the game? This exchange will probably go something like this. Cowboys loving Uncle TM. What time is the game on, nephew? Me. Which game? There are three games today. Right that's just and that's not counting the college games and the basketball game Mm-mm. cowboys loving uncle you know which game boy the cowboys game me it's 4 30 on cbs cowboys loving uncle okay make sure you don't be hating put it on the game at 4 30 now me i know cowboys loving uncle that's america's team okay i got it i'll make sure to get it on the game uh in case you didn't know 2017 like every other year is the cowboys year they're gonna put it all together and win the super bowl again it doesn't matter that their record what the record is at the moment your cowboys loving uncle can explain to you in excruciating detail how the cowboys will win out the rest of the season and go into the playoffs on a six game winning streak starting with today's thanksgiving game and of course once in the playoffs the cowboys will obviously win the super bowl and then when confronted about the cowboys lack of playoff success since 1996 your cowboys loving uncle will immediately ask you who your team again who your team then what they won and then label you a hater for noticing they ain't won shit in 21 years he then want to know what time the game coming on because somehow watching the abject mediocrity of the cowboys football will make it obvious to everyone in the room that you are just a hater and that the cowboys are of course a super bowl bound team that's the whole point is well what, what time the game on then well, let's watch it I'm, I'm gonna show you more what i'm talking about now see look at Dak. <laughs> Dak went on to throw six interceptions this thursday okay six 
your cowboy's loving uncle isn't a dumb man Mm-mm. far from mm-hmm. it very smart he can instantly recall any cowboy's fact stat or achievement as long as they happen before 1997 it's uncanny really i mean down to the yards they're like a really they like in a walking encyclopedia i've talked and it's and it's really uh uh interesting conversation sometimes fun to get them to quote this stuff you be like how the hell do you know this mm-hmm anything before 1997 now it's it gets a little fuzzy after that but in 1997 it's uncanny before then it's uncanny while he's sitting there in his cowboys loving uncle jersey eating dressing he can rattle off troy aikman's completion percentage emmett smith's yardage record or the exact measurements of how much cocaine michael irvin possessed when he was arrested he's sharp as hell on the facts as long as they have before 1997 now keep this in perspective last time the cowboys won the super bowl pony was genuine's was on the chart by genuine yes pony because you love me celine dion mm-hmm. you're making me high tony braxton yes tony that was uh those are his songs california love by tupac y'all remember that yes mm-hmm. no diggity by black street no doubt that's how long it's been since the cowboys have been good the number one movie was independence day oh will smith we don't take it back the original one yeah the, the real the, yeah the real one tom cruise is in jerry Maguire and mission impossible that year he was killing it that's how long it's been guys okay the cable guy came out what jim carrey scream was a horror movie oh that was good right okay that's how long it's been after that though after 1997 it gets a little shaky with the stats because memory gets a little hazy when you bring up december and january for cowboy teams for some reason and he's sure that jason Witten is a famous brother hall of fame tight end but also he doesn't need to go into the specific site uh stats to make that argument he just knows and later on during the cowboys game when jason Witten catches five passes for 37 yards he will use this as proof that Witten is a hall of fame tight end while Witten is getting somebody full points on fantasy that day <laughs> now see that catch right there nephew that's a that's a hall of fame catch right there if and when the cowboys start to lose at halftime your cowboys loving uncle would get quiet as hell as always happens normally they start drinking a little bit they get turned mean and as the family starts and makes jokes on his teens and his confidence arose away he'll eventually turn on the rest of y'all start asking questions such as well how many super bowls your team won and the aforementioned who your team again that's gonna be asked the whole day because every team hates the cowboys so then he turned into that you know well who your team again uh i'm a i'm a i'm a panthers fan i told you 17 times y'all won super bowl you ain't won no super bowl why you looking at my team then i didn't walk in the room and go how about them panthers and call everybody hey i didn't do that that's why everybody didn't have a problem my team not winning this also starts the other cycle of him asking you well when we play your team then because somehow that's gonna make it better it's only six games left in the season that's it there's a very small chance that you'll play my team but yeah they started when we play your team did we play y'all this year did we beat y'all you know gotta do that i'm like y'all have four wins y'all didn't beat anybody 
anyway i say all this with genuine affection for cowboys love and uncle though it's an annual black tradition and i look forward to seeing him every year at thanksgiving mm-hmm. i miss my uncle randy this year i didn't get to see him i know but i do look forward to seeing him even more at christmas yep yep and ultimately i look forward to seeing him the most at new year's yeah at christmas you get to see cowboys loving uncle walking around the house fully aware that it is actually in fact contrary to his popular ass belief on thanksgiving not their year mm. back to old back to life back to reality either the ptsd of many lost playoff games start to kick in or the abject hopelessness of another failed regular season has revealed his thanksgiving confidence to be a fraud and a fake and a sham and a lie and either way as he sits there on christmas in his lakers jersey that's right y'all know y'all bandwagon cowboys loving uncle is a lakers fan anyway as he sits there in his lakers jersey he doesn't want to talk as much about america's team Mm-mm, no christmas is a basketball holiday let's watch the nba games but guess what this christmas there is an nfl game cowboys football i think it's on a monday night what oh my so ain't gonna be no hiding this year when y'all pull up on that with that six and nine record hoping 17 teams lose so you can find a way to the playoffs ain't gonna be no hiding um and anyway you normally let them slide on christmas because it's a basketball day you don't really care about talking about that sorry ass team he don't want to talk about it he ain't wearing his jersey no more but by new year's eve the cowboys are as always out of the playoffs if they even made it and now he's a little tipsy because y'all been drinking and he's lamenting the ineptitude of the last two decades now you're the one asking him how about them cowboys because you you do want to know how about them cowboys now don't you oh what a great phrase when it's said the other way and then he drunkenly goes over which draft pick gonna fix the team and blame the offense coordinator or the coach or the quarterback anybody but jerry jones and then he get all confident that jerry jones gonna fix the team even though it's been 21 years of, of shitness and then by this time you start feeling a little bit sorry for a cowboys loving uncle and you just let him talk and then the guy who walked around your house at thanksgiving full of piss and vinegar is gone and in his place it's a shell of a man trying to sort through what went wrong this season again like the other 20 seasons before it and it's dorsett aikman irvin smith sanders or witten jersey these are the only approved ones only approved ones dog. is long hung up in the closet collecting dust like a cowboy super bowl trophy cold lonely and dark waiting for thanksgiving when it can see light again just like your cowboys loving aunt, uncle thank you guys for indulging me and listen to my piece now let's get into some news <laughs> somebody was asking for the link oh to all right hold on hold uh, on i will try to put it in the chat and i'll try to remember to put it in the show notes too well <laughs> um, I, I i love that it, it like you say it is it is tradition like the turkey and the dressing never fails never mm-hmm. fails like you go there like i won't be arguing with no trump supporters at at my um i won't be arguing with no trump supporters at my motherfucking thanksgiving but i will be arguing with that cowboys loving uncle forever so i can understand to a certain extent and it is annoying you know but it's fun it is you fun. know that's what sports is about 
me and my dad mostly talked bad about duke and versus carolina uh correct because they both had games um and they both won uh thanksgiving day so all right um let's talk about the news uh how about this <clears throat> a feminist writer closed off her twitter account after saying she's cool with sacrificing innocent men to fight sexual misconduct now one thing i will say about this twitter the harassment on twitter is amazing because um as much as i know people that love to drag and all that shit which fine that's your way that's your way i'm not trying to stop anybody but it's also a platform that is rife with that type of response to people in or out of context and it says something about the about the platform that so many people end up having to delete their 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 shit you know like that's that says a lot like y'all can't really retain anything um anyway teen vogue columnist and feminist emily linden posted a series of tweets tuesday night about false sexual harassment and assault allegations against men her hot take is uh she's fine with it i'm actually not at all concerned about innocent men losing their jobs over false sexual assault slash harassment allegations linda said at the beginning of a string of comments her twitter profile has gone private since then as a response hasn't exactly been kind but there's they they put a screenshot in the article she went on to explain that such situations don't occur very often first false allegations very rarely happen so even bringing it up borders on derailment it's a microscopic risk in comparison with the issue at hand worldwide systemic oppression of half the population lest one think that her lack of concern is solely due to these things not happening Lyndon made it very clear she believes that even when innocent men are ruined by false allegations it's all worth it for the greater good the benefit of us all getting to finally tell the truth and the impact on victims far outweighs the loss of any one man's reputation she said if if more if some innocent men's reputations have to take a hit uh in the process of undoing patriarchy that is the price i'm absolutely willing to play um and so uh i've seen you know men get upset about this comment mostly you know some women too um she also said uh that uh how many of our reputations women who have been you know sexually assaulted or harassed have suffered unfairly how many of our lives have already been destroyed because of physical violence against us why was that acceptable but now one man's potentially unfair loss of a career opportunity is not and uh jake tapper responded to her from cnn um saying i'm guessing you didn't get a good grade for your seventh grade book report on to kill a mockingbird and she basically was like did you even read the thread he said i read the thread you said if some innocent men's reputations have to take a hit in the process of undoing patriarchy that's the price i'm absolutely willing to pay that's immoral and it's not a price you would be paying by the way it would be innocent men doing that um here's the thing i think she has a point um the and I, i know that's so controversial to say but i think it's also controversial to say because we're not questioning how society already is fucked up so we're like but your solution isn't 100 percent accurate and going to always work and it's like yeah well that's the thing society's already fucked up for victims of sexual harassment and assault way worse than it would be if we flipped it 100 percent. keep in mind it's a hypothetical theoretical point she's making we're never going to get to this place no like so she just made and it's just a thought she had on twitter basically a thread she put on twitter we're never going to be at a place in society where we a hundred percent of the time go that woman accused a man of something get him out of here two she said losing jobs some people try to turn this into oh you're gonna try to get me and put in prison and she never even brought that up nope 
yeah so i already people jump to that to because we do that a lot when we don't want to agree with someone's point we'll go to the extreme of oh so you saying but she didn't say that just sticking to what she said she was like if an innocent man loses his job knowing that we know that what three percent sometimes depending on the study one percent three percent um of sexual assault uh, allegations are quote-unquote false um there's a lot there's a lot to unpack in that quote-unquote false there but let's just stick with that right if we know that that's the percentage right so of the men who are accused of sexual harassment assault such and such that's also a subset of men that's not every man right not all men hashtag mm. anyway um of that subset if we find out three percent of the cost of basically women being believed and getting justice would be three percent of men would be unfairly uh targeted and they had their reputation sullied people are like that's too much no it has to be zero percent of men that will ever no. essentially it's what about black on black crime a hundred percent of women have to always tell the truth in order for us to treat women as if they tell the truth keep in mind 97 percent of women are always telling the truth when it comes to this we're already at 97 percent, and motherfuckers like if as long as they ain't 100 then we're not gonna act on anything you say think about that that sound like what kind of shit would you do you play the lottery with a 97 percent chance of winning yes you would every day right <laughs> you bet your child on the lottery for 97 percent chance of winning um you know uh it's it, but it's very funny to see um how people react to it because you know it is a hypothetical it's not real so there's no reason to like truly chastise her she has no power she's not going to change anything she just had an idea um of how she feels and we this happens all the time people try to force people to perform this like emotional labor right because let me flip it to something that you know the people that listen to this show anyway a lot of black people and stuff can relate to this to me is no different than when someone says yeah i heard a cop got uh hemmed up for something he didn't do i don't give a fuck because they've been doing this shit they've been falsely targeting us and putting us in jail for decades at this point um i do not have to care about i'm not gonna lose any sleep over the fact that this cop got hemmed up on some bullshit he didn't really do you know and and to me when i hear that i'm like I understand it's not whether or not you're quote-unquote right or two wrongs make a right i just understand, I understand right? there's nuance in what is wrong and there's different weight to different wrongs correct if the wrong is this cop lost his job and he didn't do something fucked up that's i mean obviously objectively that's sad for him and his family and all this shit but when you weigh it against the amount of systemic like incarceration and targeting that we have experienced as a community you goddamn right i don't feel sad no i you can't make me either you know you can judge me you don't have to agree with me but no you actually can't make me feel sad about that you know sometimes shit happens and i'm like all out of fucks i've given my fucks to other causes and other things the problem is that she voiced it i knew when i read the shit i was like she gonna get roasted and they gonna pull her off of you know just drag her off of twitter basically try to get her fired from team vogue because i think she writes for them you know that kind of stuff but um it was amazing to see men on my facebook page when i shared this article who never say shit 
when i post articles about women being assaulted these fucking men in hollywood getting away with this shit the targeting and harassment that these men have towards women uh, these women or not even towards women towards their this here's the thing men are the the aggressors in this they might not always be the the they may not always target women though so i'm just gonna say survivors you know sexual people that have been abused things of this nature they are typically is at the hands of a man typically not always typically men identify more with those abusive men than they do with any of the people that have been targeted any of the people that have been harassed any of the people that have been assaulted they will almost like i said men who never speak up on anything dealing with sexual assault ever on my, on my facebook page in my life suddenly feel like i have to start speaking up on behalf of what if a man is unfairly targeted because it's their their nightmare or maybe they feel like uh they got some accusations in their past that might pop up i don't know but it's interesting to see the visceral reaction of we have to shut this person down for expressing this idea for not agreeing with us that a because essentially what we are saying is we must keep it status quo where the value of one or two men a handful of men's lives is more valuable than the current status where almost every woman you know in your life has experienced either some form of sexual assault sexual harassment or some sort of targeting or something every woman you fucking know every woman you fucking know and they ain't getting justice very few of them got any day in court very few of these women are going to actually like get someone fired um many of them for reporting are the ones who get fired they are the ones who get kicked out of school they are the ones who get uh harassed and targeted and painted as whores and all this shit by society and by general public this this is the reality that many people are already experiencing you know and i say women but survivors i mean any anybody that's been targeted by this right um but this is the reality and yet we're fighting about the hypothetical quote-unquote solution that we know will never take place we have to shut this woman down for even saying that like it it was scary like to see how people responded to it um because because it's just an idea and and this like when i say i feel hopeless with humanity sometimes this is the shit that makes me feel hopeless because it's like essentially when we talk about justice when we talk about um equality what all that shit really means is somebody who is not in the marginalized group has to give up something so if the cost was some innocent men losing their reputation keep in mind three percent three percent right there's a 3% chance it could be you. Let's say it was me even. If we're talking about that is the cost of every woman that has been sexually assaulted getting some semblance of justice. Men are like, fuck you, fuck no, fuck you bitch, get off the internet. I'm not giving up shit. And that's why you don't get justice. That's why. It's that simple. As long as everybody puts their own shit for, you know, it's it's Jeffrey Tambor standing up there holding the fucking trophy knowing that he sexually harassed people on set but holding this trophy and going well listen uh i stand with trans people and trans people need to get up here and get their award and hopefully trans people will be able to play this role one day but i ain't giving up this fucking award 
i'm not gonna not take it i'm not gonna not give my speech i'm not gonna not take this check i'm not gonna not take this role i i'm going after everything i can get so as long as we have that mentality then yeah it's gonna always be fucked up you know because because we still will i just felt like inherently we still just value men more than women period of course of course so the whole thing the whole premise falls apart that way i will add one more layer to this um if you told me some percentage of allegations against police are false right and which i'm sure happens i'm sure people lie to y'all the cop did this he didn't really do it right it happens i'm sure um if you told me that's the reason that all the other abuse towards black and brown people via the police happens i tell you a motherfucking lie because even if a hundred percent of black people and brown people always told the truth that's not gonna stop the next cop from being like i'm pulling this person over for being black now i don't have another reason i don't like they black it's not it's not like that cop pulls me over because one dude lied a bunch on some other cop uh, a year ago that's not how that happens and the same thing happens with violence of this nature and sexual abuse of this nature men aren't being abusive because i know three percent of women lie that's not what happens the judge doesn't make another woman go uh like another woman's abuser go free because some other woman lied that's not how that happens we have some very high profile famous cases of like examples of well we caught this woman in a lie but we you know we have a lot more of famous examples of of men being abusive towards women And, and it ain't no motherfucking lie but yet somehow only one of those gets brought up when this kind of shit happens so yeah man it was real disappointing to see how people reacted to that shit um but um you know end of the day i like i said i think she had a point i don't think um i think people immediately jump to you gonna get people put in prison or black men are in prison look black men are in prison because of false rape charge that's not the majority of men that are in prison is because somebody lied about being sexually assaulted like systemic targeting and all that shit it happens but it ain't all based off of that like um i actually had to i went and looked up an article to be you know because i was presenting this to to a dude on my page like hey man um you know you're saying all this shit but do you, have you actually looked at these numbers because statistically it's not being proven true it was something like either sit uh you know i don't want to misquote the exact stats uh, i'll try to look it up but it was i know this much it was under a hundred men for like 30 years that have been in jail and been falsely accused of sexual assault and you know a a claimed innocence and been exonerated Uh, like that's not enough for me to start being like well never believe any women you know what i mean that's so that's such a ridiculous standard if a hundred women ain't telling the truth then all of them you know like fuck out of here so um anyway uh i thought that article was was wild uh another article uh that i read um there was a secret santa you got well uh you guys know like these angel givers or whatever they go to like uh toys r us or walmart or something and they pay off everybody's layaway mm-hmm. well uh in a new jersey toys r us which still exists uh <laughs> uh a man walked in and and, and gave uh ten thousand seven hundred eighty dollars to pay off two layaway orders which layaway still exists 
and they do they mm-hmm. sure do uh walmart actually on the low walmart had a layaway for years at one period of time walmart had like a year or two where they tried to get rid of their ways because they basically wanted people to get in debt so they was actually was a period of time where walmart might have been in four or five years but walmart was actually pushing credit cards and shit so people was like i don't need no goddamn credit so a lot of people started going back to toys r us and kmart and all these other places and they realized they sell slump because if i ain't got the cash i'm not going to get a fucking credit card with double the interest rate i'd rather put it on level and pay it off so walmart actually has railways um like uh doing like the starting like end of october november to like december those are the only months they have level they don't have level any other time of the year just so they can get that money back one thing that's interesting too is like if i'm doing layaway i might be doing it because i can't pass a credit check right um also it was two orders for ten thousand seven hundred eighty dollars that's just two layaways he once walked in and said what's the two biggest layaway orders y'all got he had to have um and just so you he said just you know trying to bring some happiness to people that's really a help bring back to the community uh what brought so much happiness to me and my family said charlie k he told the nbc affiliate uh while the surprise payment did not cover all LA orders charlie k also brought about two thousand dollars worth of additional toys to donate to toys for ties charity new jersey.com reported he told the philadelphia cbs affiliate that he was looking to fulfill kids christmas wishes i can only do it because of the community that provided me the luxury to do it i love this community i'm trying to provide back for it. charlie k good story i want to know whose layaway orders those was there must have been like uh make a wish people's or something like it must have been like an organization may have organization or either like what costs five thousand dollars in toys r us shit is high like i think people like people feel realize like if you got a a a one or two xboxes like when people if you start buying bikes like you know if you really i know but like it's 17 people getting the xbox five thousand dollars on one layaway orders a lot like it is i'm not saying i'm not i'm just wondering if it's an organization and not a person that would make more sense you know think about if you're like we're gonna like or two or three families say hey we're gonna get together we're gonna pay it off yeah maybe i was just saying stuff like what if we're a charity organization or something it's like we start putting money on these kids things and then we pay it off and give it to them at christmas like oh okay like what like so maybe we ordered a thousand toys not just uh you know five toys like most family would okay so that makes sense like an organization said hey go ahead and put this on their way we're gonna you know put on credit card whatever pay it off make it cheaper for us and then on christmas day we'll actually start delivering it to the families yeah that makes sense that's what i was thinking Mm, that makes sense for it to be such a large amount but i can see an individual family or a group of families going together and all of a sudden a five thousand dollar Bill. yeah because they don't sell like tvs and shit there i don't believe what walmart yes no this is at toys r us oh toys no 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 i don't think they sell R. tvs and shit anyway uh black friday post new single digit i mean single day record for gun checks at more than two hundred thousand dollars i mean dollars two hundred thousand gun checks we are doomed after all the shit that has happened this year with all these mass shootings and all this stuff yeah, probably one reason why it's going up too. People went to motherfucking the 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 gun store. Yeah, I had them sales. More than two hundred thousand background checks, which you know they ain't processing all them goddamn checks, right? Not properly. How many of these people that have shot motherfuckers? They were like, well, he got a gun. It was legal. Yeah, it's nothing then, wrong. Right. Then three weeks after they shoot somebody, up oh, come to find out, we should have told them no. 
the fbi fielded more than 203,086 requests on black friday up from the single day highs of 185,713 last year see that's the thing about the gun business and why the nra and all these people would be stupid to 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 limit gun ownership it's mm-hmm. it's literally the cost of business it's the yes, best it advertisement is. the best advertising they have for guns in this country is some crazy person with a gun killing a bunch of folks mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is 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 more free advertising than lavar ball versus trump which is all a distraction from the fact that y'all ain't getting them bbb shoes but anyway i, I digress um gun checks required for purchases at federally licensed firearm dealers are not a measure of actual gun sales the number of firearms sold friday is likely higher because multiple firearms can be included in one transaction by a single buyer good god and they don't tell you that whenever you go to like these smaller or antiques they're not required some of them depend on the state you don't have to do a background check depending if you go to a gun show or a um like a flea right there's some backdoor ways to do it right like you want to pack that basically it was like hey you want some guns we'd exchange it's like m&ms just well you can say it's like collecting you can say it's like oh it's like me buying uh such and such but meanwhile you know i'll just like me buying a um uh, a, a rug for my fireplace that i just i collect these but, but unless, you're collecting unless, weapons that kill people yeah unless you plan on choking somebody to death with that rug it ain't the same um surging numbers received by the bureaus of national instant Cri- criminal background check uh uh nics comes just days after attorney general jeff sessions ordered a sweeping review of the system which allowed a court martial air force veteran to purchase a rifle earlier this month to kill 25 people inside of a southern springs texas church the victims include a pregnant woman whose unborn child also died november 5th massacre following the shooting the air force acknowledged it had not provided the fbi with the details of the court martial which likely would have blocked the 2016 sale of a murder weapon to devin uh kelly mm-hmm. like i said we have things in place already we don't do them nope because a lot of times what happened and we've heard before where they get a background check but they get it and then shit come from the background check later on mm-hmm. and a lot of times even if they got the information they don't ever go back and take the shit they'd be like oh well with dylan roof it took 30 days for them to go back and realize they made an error um and i want to say either they called the gun shop or they didn't call them and or the local police and that was where they dropped the ball the motherfucker just had a gun already um keep in mind if you would have just went and did it immediately it wouldn't have mattered anyway but it was by the time they even checked it was what it was after he had killed people right so you know um anyway um you have merry christmas everybody motherfuckers out here with these with these weapons and yep watch your back um all right let's get into some of our segments let me see what we got here uh let's do some uh fucking with black people guys all right everybody's fave just fucking with those black people we're just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right guys it's time to play the game that we all hate to play it's fucking with black people the game we go all around the globe we find different articles that make us feel fucked with as black people we assign point scores from zero to 100 intervals of 25 today's contestants everybody all right see what everybody's got on this um we're not a racist fire department north carolina firefighters complain that the county cuts funding of a confederate flag good fuck them yes you are right 
if you're gonna talk i don't want you showing up in my house with a fucking confederate flag right we're here to put out the fire y'all here to start the fire we just want to add these crosses to the yard that's all thank you if you're gonna i know you're not gonna turn them with a hose on me right right you show water hoses dogs and the and 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 uh and a house on fire i feel like uh it's a, problem. It's a flashback I feel like i'm having a flashback right if you're gonna talk to talk you're gonna have to walk the walk at least that's what montgomery county north carolina decided after a group of local firefighters refused to remove a confederate flag from fire station property according to 11 alive the uh owari volunteer fire department has been proudly flying the flag of losers and traitors for years claiming that it this is under, uh claiming that uh, uh it represented history and heritage montgomery county commissioners however insisted that the flag was inappropriate and divisive and attempted to get the fire station to remove it the board of commissioners stated their position that they did think the flag was inappropriate and requested for the fire department to take it down montgomery county manager matthew woodard told the news station by tuesday the board of commissioners issued an ultimatum in writing removing the flag remove the flag or lose full funding that would translate to twenty thousand dollars and the possibility of a new fire truck that catches in at about four hundred thousand dollars that they would lose the commissioner wrote that the firefighters would only receive money for fuel and maintaining the two fire trucks they already own by the county the flag is not hurting a thing lee hudson said who was with the fire department he told the news station we are not a racist department we are not in any way members of the department or the department as a whole the board of commissions had been trying to negotiate with the firefighters for months before sending the letter commissioners even offered to build an appropriate remembrance in place of the controversial flag what is that gonna be uh it has to uh, it has come to represent oppression hate and bigotry that's why the commissioner has uh have offered something else in appropriate remembrance said they, they didn't want whatever statue or some monument or whatever else they was going to try to put in the place of the flag right so the people could ignore it you know because a lot of people ain't gonna read that shit and while pads i was like it was like what you can't do is put a fucking flag like and they offered to to change it like they offered to put something there and they was just like no we're gonna be goddamn racist within Ho- this ho- is what you get right hopefully a statue i could have pulled down we would love to work with the county and for them to support us hudson said emphasizing the department's unwillingness to stand down but we're not going to move on the issue of taking down the flag yep more important than saving lives huh y'all just like dressing up and playing fire fireman cosplay right and it's got to, it's violent you volunteer for this right the board of commissioners rec- recognize the position they are in the leadership responsibility they had to the county and the obligation they had to the residents of wari water told the news station they have tried to find a middle ground to send the appropriate message uh in relations to that flag and at the same time not to jeopardize the well-being of the residents of montgomery county right. the letter was signed by four or four or f- five commissioners including the chair of the board the fifth commissioner mike crisco said that he did not sign the letter because although he did agree with removing the flag he did not want to take away funding from the department that is needed to keep citizens and the firefighters themselves um safe according to the courier tribune no you have to make it matter take the fucking funding because that's the only way it's gonna get serious like i'm trying to funny fuck them i don't want you showing up at my house with a goddamn confederate flag if i'm brown yeah zero to a hundred a hundred uh i'm gonna give it a 50 because the county did the right thing uh it fucks with me still that the, the firefighters chose rather to have a racist symbol um rather than you know do their jobs and be fully funded and safe 
they would risk their own lives that way to make a point but um i really appreciate the com- the county sticking by their guns saying it is divisive in no uncertain terms and we tried to work with you ain't like we didn't try to work with you right so 25 is for them um the firefighters refusing to back down and then 25 is for actually the compromise of we were gonna put something up for you because i wouldn't even have gave a ass that Mm-mm. and my and my thing is that uh yeah people only respond to money and laws you start taking away funding everybody gonna be be big and bold until it's time to fundraise for this money you miss and all of a sudden you ain't gonna get the support that you think you'll get and right. y'all gonna back down that's the only way that flag's gonna come like we have to force you to take the flag down because everybody in this community ain't white and you are intimidating people when you show up on a motherfucking fire truck with this goddamn flag or somebody has to go by there because those are safe places you know how they have like the little thing with the arms right and so don't nobody want to walk up there and and wonder you know if i drop my child off or 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 if my child goes into this place uh, is my child gonna deal with racist person you know racist people you know because children get lost and they teach children you go to these places for safety yeah you wouldn't put uh i I hope william wouldn't put baby randall at that fire station i hope not either an ohio man enlisted his four-year-old son to racially harass their 70-year-old neighbor according to police carrie and kelly allegedly threatened to stab the black woman several times over the last three months at their downtown cleveland apartment building the threat started in july when the woman said she accidentally fell into kelly's wife in the lobby of their apartment um 70 year old woman the 28 year old kelly and his wife argued with the woman and he remained angry even when after the wife calmed down the woman said kelly called her the n-word during the july 26th incident and he then beat his chest and threatened to stab her 70 year old woman a security guard placed him in handcuffs and called the police the abuse and threats continued and the woman said kelly coaxed his uh young son into calling her the n-word which the victim said was hurtful police said the woman was visibly shaken uh when she filed a report this is just raising racist babies People are, the next generation gonna save us well who's raising them kelly was charged with ethnic intimidation a fifth degree felony but he was not charged in the august 10 incident involving a woman he allegedly crossed the street after seeing a woman out walking and she said he again hurled racial slurs and then spat at her before threatening to kill her and her son zero to hundred hundred yes hundred um let's see what else we got here um <laughs> forced to dine with racist uncle on thanksgiving text this holiday hotline if you need help preparing your turkey for the holidays you can call the butterball hotline for advice from professionally trained turkey experts and if you need help dealing with your blatantly racist white family members sitting at the holiday table there's a hotline for advice from professionally trained anti-racists wait a minute hold up i'm getting a uh don't go here from mcafee for this website uh-uh i'm getting that stop warning mm, this is like white website some bullshit mm, that could be like hey hey mm-mm, i don't think you want to eh, you know what abandon this i'm not getting a virus mm-mm. for y'all story next a hundred be- for the virus yeah i believe mcafee and mcafee i trust and mcafee be like hey don't go here i'll be like all right dog you got it uh governor paul lepage is back to being racist uh he's the dude that was talking about these thugs come up to black thugs come up to maine and they sell heroin to these pure white maine a majority white state these pure white alabama oh wait 
this article's from 2016 who, who reshared this i'm deleting this now. duh we didn't know we're this, not doing that what either. is happening right now we happening? need to be current we need 2017 all right let me see how about this oh chadwick boseman has been crowned the most popular actor in china uh-huh but uh according to sony black people don't sell overseas. according to sony black people do not sell overseas according to sony come on now mm-hmm. yeah, after, the, after they greenlit the enforcer too because denzel's movie made so much money overseas mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yep uh so yep chadwick boseman was um crowned the most popular actor um most popular u.s actor in china and i can't wait till february because my prediction is uh black panther's gonna do good here but black panther is going to sell like game boxes over there like it is going to be probably one of marvel's largest selling movies wouldn't surprise me because we probably gonna see it like two or three times just me and you and that's not including the people you're gonna see it get their family get their friends and it's not going to include the people that go i don't know shit about marvel but i'm going to see this black ass shit mm-hmm. so, i can't wait i'm so excited zero to 100 oh zero 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 for everybody involved zero as well um let's see uh yes yeah, so my a good point he play everybody though so hey uh yeah he can i mean he can still i mean he has been everybody but over there you know they know him for like even movies we don't fuck with like guys of egypt you know like they fuck with him over that you know like we don't know that you know but yeah he got to be black panther and uh it's gonna be even better um all right let's move to another segment um let's go to uh uh, i don't want to do the trash today we don't have to i don't know let me see who's in it let me see who's in it we got 40 minutes um who's in the trash everybody's in the trash Mm -hmm. you know what we got to do the trash guys so many people in it i was trying to save y'all from the trash pickup jesus if we don't make a dent who knows what's gonna look like tomorrow (laughs) it's non-stop ain't it tomorrow 10 more people be in the trash all right uh let me get my sound effect going here see here former u.s president george h.w bush apologized after actress claims he sexually assaulted her while from his wheelchair in this photograph with his wife barbara standing by his side oh george h.w bush apparently did this to a lot of women it was his thing and it sounds like it's his thing and they got look like they got a bunch of photos of him just randomly holding women's asses and shit yeah like it was uh, yeah yep that's what that that is exactly what happened um 
so he apologized which you know um and i guess because he's old and infirm and people think he's gonna die soon mm-hmm. and shit people are like kind of like stalled him out you know because he almost gone which means he got away with this shit for his whole life yes he did um but yeah heather lynn 34 who starred in tv series for amc uh turn washington spies um made the allegations against the 93 year old former president on instagram in a lengthy post with accompanying photos um so and his barber and barbara bush is standing right next to him um so she said he told me a dirty joke he touched me from behind in his wheelchair with his white barber by his side um yeah and if this you know and then because after this a lot of women start coming out even republican women and shit was like he did me too um uh the texas gunman devin kelly the dude who shot the church his ex-wife uh did an interview and said that he had a lot of demons um and he was abusive towards her and uh their son uh normally men to do this normally some type of woman problems you abusing somebody surprised she didn't end up dead because a lot of times it starts off with with a mother or a girlfriend or a wife or some female or children dead and then you go on the spree mm-hmm. basically almost every time this shit happens there's a some woman that's been abused by this person in the in the rear view um whether hopefully make it out alive many times don't many times and then they don't. go kill a bunch of people so many times over a woman because i think he said he shot that church because of problems he had with his ex-wife quote unquote to in his mind innocent people that didn't have nothing to nothing do, to with, do it. with children boys in the hood director john singleton is accused of sexual harassment um uh by reporter danielle young uh he's been accused of sexual harassment by reporter danielle young of the root the young published an article on november 6th titled don't let the smile fool you i'm cringing on the inside mm-hmm. shared two separate encounters with reverend jesse jackson and john singleton that ended with both gentlemen making alleged sexual advances on her the reporter met singleton at the american black film festival earlier this year where the filmmaker was on hand to promote his fx crack epidemic drama snowfall the interviews took place in a room filled with public relations executives abff officials myself and my camera crew young rights when i called walked into the room i heard single to say something i heard enough of it to know it was about me but i ignored it thank god for my callus i only had about four minutes to interview him so i was in go mode uh young says that after the interview what she was completed she approached singleton to grab a microphone from him he allegedly grabbed her wrist pulled her toward him and said bring that juiciness over here yeah. Oh. I mean, that sounded so much uh, better in his mind, I'm sure. Yeah. He was sitting in the director's chair, so he, when he pulled me, I fell forward and stopped myself by placing my hand on his leg. He then leaned forward and kissed me on my cheek. Mm. I said, oh, oh, okay. Stood up embarrassed because everyone, everyone was definitely still in the room. Singleton later asked Young to take a picture, to which she agreed in order to not make it awkward. Young what? says the director put his hand around her waist and pulled her into him saying, ooh, I'm going to grab on tight to you. When Singleton and the crew left the room, Young asked the woman working at the festival she saw what occurred. Yeah, girl, I heard he likes big girls. The festival uh, worker allegedly said to Young, uh, according to young the festival worker told her that she also took a picture with singleton in which she kissed her on the cheek and said i love your face it's so soft i want to feel your cheek on my cheek the root reached out for comment from singleton but the director declined to comment so and i have a feeling that if i click on the link to her article 
it's uh probably the comment section would not be too kind Mm-mm. Mm-mm. um probably a lot of why you trying to bring black men now bitches and whores and why you lying and, um yeah. i don't know how how well they curate their comment section but i can only imagine what the response was Come on. um and also that she brings up a great point man and people that deal with racism and shit we do do, you do this too sometimes you have to smile through it you don't have a choice because if you make a scene you become the problem right you know so i feel like um uh a lot of times this happens and it's kind of like well i'm um um you know i like why'd you take the picture with him then why'd you it's like i'm in a professional capacity a lot of compromising little things like i wouldn't i refuse to take a picture with john singleton can become things uh, i would try some of my career as, as a person that interviews these folks you know um and of course first comment um from let's keep it real on her on her on her uh article what the fuck in regards to only john i was at abff and i remember this instance as i was with the entire cast of snowfall and john the entire day and during this particular segment i was in arm's length of you both when the photo was taken you're exaggerating the piece and little lies together to gas your article many can vouch that he was all has always been respectful to women privately and professionally which was probably why you were thrilled to get a picture after the interview and even interrupted our group's conversation to ask for said picture you were laughing with everyone around you carefree and loud with a huge smile plastered across your face taking your time with the while the rest of us waited to leave john was being nice and complimentary to you and even your associate confused this for any romantic uh interest in you this day and age women are so off put by a man simply complimenting them they believe it must be a sexual innuendo or have a hidden agenda as a woman also against sexual harassment i saw no signs of discomfort when you were begging for a picture and continuing your playful banter as we exit the main arena if his behavior is shameful then yours in return is equally as if not even more shameful especially for portraying it as creepy one-sided turn of events on his part you've reached beyond belief to create a story when there are actually women who do get taken advantage of daily and don't actually want it by men with disgusting things on their mind abusive of their position of power and he is not an appropriate example of such a man real journalists don't have to leap at minuscule opportunities and attack good men who haven't done anything wrong just to gain an ounce of popularity and self-assurance stop using a budding narrative of men in hollywood actually being perverted offenders to push something false do better um women kill me with that statement she just made Mm -hmm. because there's a lot of women who quote unquote are on your side but they haven't experienced certain things you know and so because it didn't happen to them Mm -hmm. and they hadn't experienced the, the, the varying different levels of it they don't believe you either and so you're telling me that you kept your eye on her the whole entire time she was dead. You walk around and follow her like a little child. Keep in mind, she mentioned other women in the story. It wasn't just her, you know. So just because you were around, just because your presence was there, it does not mean that you've seen this incident. And it's one of those things where uh, women are programmed, particularly black women, are programmed to automatically stand up for black men no matter what the fuck they do, no matter how foul it is, no matter what it is, because it's like we have something within us that feels like we have to protect you. A grown-ass man that any other time would swing his dick and tell me to get the fuck out of his wet face, but when it comes to something like this, I have to stand up and take a bullet for you. Why? Mm-hmm. 
um one of the things i find interesting too is this person that the let's keep it real person is saying they work with john singleton da, 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 they still ain't want to put their name to none of this right like they still had to put it behind the alias and whatnot you know um so yeah it's just kind of it's just kind of interesting um and i you know i do think as men there's the reason that so many men are scared is because they do shit like this and it has in the past been perceived as um harmless because women have basically not had the outlets or the power to even bring up that this actually made me uncomfortable and this is uh back to that thing i wrote on kaepernick i was like part of the reason there's such a visceral reaction from white people towards kaepernick is because excuse me it's because the not standing for the national anthem together had allowed white people to have a narrative that we are there's some things bigger than racism there's some things bigger than you know oppression there's some things that are bigger and black people never bought into that like we have mm-hmm. never any of us that even stand for the anthem are not saying because racism is not a big deal that's why i stand for this flag no even then we make a, a conscious decision of like i'm going to stand for this despite that right well he hit at that conceit and then he it hurt people and they lashed out viscerally at him because they're like i thought we were friends i haven't ever really liked you but i've rooted for you because it was the patriotic quote-unquote right thing to do i didn't know that you weren't thankful for that i didn't know you didn't appreciate that so fuck you and fuck everybody like you well that's kind of what happens with men in these situations when women because let's be fair in 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 totality she's not this is a very awkward social uh faux pas is on the men's side is what i'm saying it's uh he could just as easily not have done these things like it wouldn't have changed anything with the interview he literally uh didn't pursue like you know what it didn't become a harassing situation as far as like give me your number or uh he didn't threaten her career like if you don't take this picture i'm gonna fucking make sure you never do an interview in this town again it literally is like a note almost like a like a hey this is a thing you did that i didn't appreciate and you know now you know and motherfuckers mad just to find out like mad that you would even tell me that something i did could be if anything should be thankful like okay i need to be more mindful of that you know i have friends that i'm you know women i'm cool with that some of the some of my friendships we can make i can be like oh you look good today and that's cool and as other women i'm friends with they're like i don't like that shit so i don't we don't talk like that you know um and i still err on the side of never like i err more on the side of not talking like that unless it's kind of like a friendship that has grown to be that kind of way right but um it's that kind of thing where um everybody wants to just walk around and paint with a broad brush especially the people in the in the not marginalized group so you want to come in and be like hey i said you look good you should feel complimented you should feel happy about that uh you know girl come over here let me get on that juice and it's like you know you don't know her marital status you don't know um her professional status you don't know her sexual orientation like these are just things where it's like men we've never had to truly consider that because anytime you get called out on the shit it's it's always been like oh these bitches be emotional you know something other than oh i could have handled that a different way and i think that's the result of this that's a lot of these not that it's to say these are uh i don't know how to the i gotta say microaggressions let's call them microaggressions 
a lot of these things aren't he then held me down and did that a lot of this shit is just yo this is fucked up man can you not do this you know like when we say when a white when a black woman says i asked a white woman hey don't touch my hair we don't then go bitches like wow really i mean it's a compliment first of all that i even want to touch your hair so why are you even getting mad you know and i saw you smile when i touched your hair yeah i was at work and i it was that or slap you upside your motherfucking face right and get fired come on you know so it's that kind of shit that i think uh sadly it has become the result of this so yeah mm, and also on. one more thing about the person that made that first comment who are you to tell me how i should feel about a situation mm-hmm. just like in your comment you said things that happened to you nobody told you how to feel nobody told you that whenever you spoke out if you ever spoke out publicly be out publicly about something that's happened to you because you, you're going by by uh, by not your real name that uh you didn't have the right to feel that way and that's the problem everybody acts like victims of this don't have the right to feel the way they do they don't have the right to to voice their opinion and say they've been wrong and said there's been a slight against them and it boils down to like you said you the victim's feelings and opinions and personhood and humanity doesn't matter everything boils back down to how can we make the person that did the abuse the most comfortable yep um all right let's try to lighten it up that was was a lot uh let's uh get into some white people news a good kind i'm gonna skip the that's y'all man with trump shit oh, yeah um no, no, um no. although that's probably yeah, up too we're not doing back to back not that's today up too um so you can do it tomorrow and you know later on got a few minutes left here let's see what i can do here uh let me get a cover song up for you guys i know you, this job's favorite part yeah you ain't double bagging me with the trash today one one bag is enough i already did three articles we moving on we moving on uh you over there's d flashbacks <laughs> for real i'm sorry like, nope one one bag one bag is enough mm, all right well moving on um waiting for this shit to load all right so um we gotta do some white people news we're gonna talk about some of the lighter whiter news that makes us feel all good and pumpkin spicy in this uh fall atmosphere yes um here's here's the cover song i'm living in that 21st century doing something mean to it do it better than anybody you've ever seen do it scream from the haters it's got a nice ring to it but i guess every superhero need his theme music no one man to have all that power the clock's ticking i just count the hours stop tripping or tripping off the power Broken, the schools closed, the prisons open. We ain't got nothing to lose. No, we rolling. Motherfucker, we rolling. Some light skinned girls and some Kelly Rollins. In this white man's world, we the ones chosen. So good night, cool world. I see you in the morning. I see, see you in, in the morning. This is way too much. I, I need a moment. No one man to have all that power. The clock's ticking. I tripping. just count the hours. Stop tripping. I'm tripping off the power. Till then, for that, the world's ours. Oh, I'm living well. Oh, I'm living well. Oh, I'm living well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cold and power. Austin power. 
was lost in translation with the whole fucking nation. They say I was Obama nation, no Obama's nation. But that's a pretty bad way to start a conversation. Cause at the end of the day, God damn it, I'm killing this shit. I know damn well like y'all feeling this shit. I need your see bitch, I'm on my own. I ain't got a power trip of who you going home with. I've been doing they surviving. Now I'm driving. Now we all bad bitches. Now I know where y'all hiding. I got the power, make your life so, so exciting. exciting. No one meant to have all that power. The power. Stop tripping, I'm tripping off the powder. Till then, fuck that. The world's ours. I'm living well. I'm living well. I'm living well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come see him open up for Living Color. Oh. Mm-mm. On the road. No boo. No. Nope. Okay. All right. Mm-mm. 72 likes, one dislike. Thank you guys so much. Mm-mm. Hey, you're welcome, buddy. Have a good one. No, I do not approve of this. It's white man's world. What do you mean the world? You run? Uh, <laughs> that's why I was like, okay. Uh, Kim Kardashian enlists her legal team to support former child sex slave Centoya Brown, who killed her pimp named Cutthroat. Um, she uh, apparently she did this when she was 16. She was a former child sex slave. Uh, Brown's case went viral this week when it was emerged that she had already served 13 years of her life sentence. Good the now 29 year old has secured the backing of Miss Kardashian in her clemency campaign. The reality TV star who has been vocal in her disgust at Brown's case has instructed her lawyer, Sean Holly, to help the campaign and that as well as of Alice Johnson, another prison inmate whose case has gone viral. Come on through, Kim. Johnson, a 62-year-old grandmother and former FedEx worker, is 21 years life into a li- uh, 21 years into a life sentence for her first-time nonviolent drug conviction, where she acted as a messenger between drug rings. Kim asked me several weeks ago how she could help Alice Johnson in her fight for justice. We then began corresponding with Alice and her team of lawyers. Holly said. Since then, Kim has championed the cause of Centoya Brown and asked her to asked me to help get her uh, involved in that effort as well. Holly said then the 16 year old brown was sex trafficked by a pimp named cutthroat who was physically sexually and verbally abusive and eventually sold her to 43 year old nashville realtor johnny johnny allen a court uh heard during her trial in 2004 brown who feared that former army sharpshooter allen planned to kill her eventually grabbed one of her captor's guns and killed him 
but when the case came to court she was sentenced to life in prison she won't be eligible for parole for at least 51 years good god the case is getting new attention after a tweet showing brown in court and detailing her case with the hashtag free centoya brown uh went viral on monday celebrities beyond miss kardashian began at using their fame to call for justice for brown kim k says she has even called her own legal team to see if they can help fight brown's case the system has failed it's heartbreaking to see a young girl sex traffic when she has the courage to fight back is jail for life she tweeted we have to do better and do what's right i've called my attorneys yesterday to see what can be done to fix this hashtag free centoya brown British model Cara Delevingne was also horrified, writing in an Instagram post, the justice system is so backwards, it's completely insane for East Toya Brown. Uh, singer Rihanna says something had gone horribly wrong for a sex trafficked 16-year-old girl to be jailed for life for shooting her abuser. Uh, we somehow changed the definition of hashtag justice along the way. She, uh, she wrote in an Instagram post, cause something is horribly wrong when the system enables these rape and the victim is thrown away for life. To each of you responsible New for- session oh shit for real mm-hmm. all right um give me one second um you know what's interesting about this is it kind of almost leads back to what we were talking about earlier where um it's like we live in a world where this is the status quo and yet you got people mad that someone with their tweet that well what if uh you know what if men uh would uh deal with any level of this three percent of men that were accused were falsely accused what if they had to deal with this bullshit and it's like no 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 no. we can't have a world where any man would ever be inconvenienced on the word of a woman <laughs> and and not to get off topic the thing that even frustrates me about this even more and we talked about it before is even with birth control mm-hmm. they had a thing with men with birth control where it was like 90 something percent oh, yeah. of men benefited from this but you had a few percent of men who had problems because there's a hormone who had these problems and all of a sudden you got rid of the whole motherfucking thing versus you have women that have dealt with all types of fucking side effects of birth control from Mm -hmm. death to blood clots to brain aneurysms all types of but that's considered okay though it's never been a hundred percent for women and truth be told for the men, you say, oh, we'll take it back to the drawing board and right. we'll invest more money. We're going to find a way to make it as close to 100% as possible. But not at one period of time when it comes to women and their birth control, have anybody ever went back and said, you know what? We're going to invest the time. We're 50% of the fucking population now, but fuck them bitches. We're not going to take the time to do studies and researches and invest to find out how can we make this better so that women won't die trying to take birth control because the thing is when it comes to men in birth control that's cool when it comes to women in birth control y'all bitches are fucking you have the babies so you should be punished for that um she uh her mother also testified in court that she drank heavily while pregnant with brown who had fetal alcohol syndrome which can cause mouth <clears throat> to severe mental birth defects <clears throat> sorry <clears throat> um and prosecutors said that the motivation for the murder had been robbery because the teen had taken allen's wallet and guns after shooting him keep in mind she was sold to him as his sex slave oh, no. uh brown was sentenced to 51 years for first degree murder and prostitution and prostitution but she, and prostitution but she was motherfucking sold against right. her will 
the shocking sentence accused uh actually helped change the laws surrounding child sex de- slaves and today minors cannot be charged with prostitution Derry smith the founder of in slavery told fox news she did kill someone she deeply regrets it but she was a child and she was being exploited um so yeah i hope she you know thanks for thanks for helping kim yeah and the thing is like i said before i don't care how much y'all hate on kim kardashian what y'all not doing is putting y'all money up what y'all doing is just talking about her you know it's one of those things where yes like i said before nobody's perfect people fuck up but she's actually doing something a net positive even but here's the thing even if you did put money up because sometimes people do yes they do comparatively she just has way more of it and her money because of how economy works her money is going to matter a person like her giving some money matters more than if i gave every dollar i had correct unfortunately that's how it is um and i you know like i said i'm i'm more grateful for um someone helping to try to get her out than to sit around and complain you know i let other people do that right but you know uh paris jackson displays her eclectic style in a baseball top with skinny jeans as she steps out of la after returning from a controversial trip to australia oh shit can we see pics uh absolutely you can see pics karen give me one second and i'll put them on screen um she recently returned from a trip to australia where she found herself embroiled in much controversy after making what she thought was a lighthearted quip and paris jackson appeared to be happily settled back into her daily routine on friday as she was spotted stepping out for a solo stroll in beverly hills california the 19 year old daughter of pop legend michael jackson displayed her typically eclectic style wearing a white baseball top with green raglan arms blue skinny jeans and a pair of thick moccasin mouth boots uh with the brown leather handbag resting across her torso the activist appeared to f- largely forego makeup as ombre tresses ombre tresses uh but beyond her shoulders uh fell beyond her shoulders in the glossy curls no, oh my it's not act- showing up no you you good uh what kind of activism the shit she's an activist yeah oh, i didn't know she was an activist i mean i, I just want to know maybe they explain later she added okay. to her casually cool ensemble with a large collection of bracelets and necklaces as well as dangling earrings and a bold statement ring uh paris recently arrived back home from a trip to australia where she started up quite a bit of controversy after making what she thought were lighthearted hearted comments uh she was forced to publicly apologize after posting a picture of herself petting a dingo to uh instagram uh, uh, alongside the caption a dingo ate my baby uh yeah that's Man, a you can't do that one yeah <laughs> that's good though that now that's funny i ain't gonna laugh real funny but you can't yeah uh yeah i think we all know at um at this point that you can't do that you can't say that because it actually is offensive to australian people uh well maybe we don't all know maybe we all haven't seen the magnificent movie that is tropic thunder where uh robert downey jr was playing a man in blackface that actually got offended when a black man brought up dingo ate my baby right um and uh explain exactly why that shit was offensive while also talking in a black scent in blackface mm-hmm. um to aldo um but apparently it really did happen to somebody like a um so it's like a, a tragedy oh so oh so it really did happen so dingo mm-hmm. really did eat somebody's baby oh yeah it's like a tragedy so you know it's like making hell yeah ha! hell yeah ha! that's how we all talk we all talk like this huh this huh yeah, mm-hmm. Get some crawfish and some ribs. <laughs> yeah. 
You're Australian. Be Australian. Be Australian. Excuse me, Kangaroo Jack. Be Australian, okay? Um, but uh, yeah, she was forced to publicly apologize. Uh, chilling phrase: A dingo ate my baby was first screened by Lindy Chamberlain Crichton after her daughter Azaria had been abducted from an Oluru campsite in 1980. It's no zone. Uh, Alvin, do you have any booty sweat? Yeah, get him chugging on some of Alpha's ass water. That'll bring him around. It's a cure-all. Man, what you coming out and moving for anyway? Do you need another revenue stream? For your information, my revenue stream currently generates $2 million a year in charitable contributions for my community. I think. And why am I in this movie? Maybe I just knew I had to represent. Because they had one good party here for a black man. They gave it to Crocodile Dundee. Pumpy Breaks, kid. That man's a national treasure. I just wanted to throw another shrimp on your barbie. That shit ain't funny. Hey, fellas, it's hot. We're tired. It stinks. I'm fucking with you, kangaroo Jeff. I'm sorry a dingo ate your baby. You know that's a true story? Lady lost a kid. You about to cross some fucking line. Guys, relax. You stop. know what? Fuck that, man. I'm sick of this koala hugger nigga. Tell him he's... <laughs> song for the jeffersons you really need help and just because the theme song don't make it not true oh my god <laughs> oh that movie is so fucking politically incorrect and it is hilarious i don't even know about politically incorrect that movie is genius period that it is, is. that's is comedic oh. genius yes oh my god there's like two types of people in the world the people that 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 that, that find that hilarious and the people that i just can't even I don't understand how they even fuck with me. Correct. Cause that shit. Ooh. That's ooh, that's that a my classic. Shit. Uh anyway, uh she took to Twitter offering us sincerest apologies for the cultural gas, stating I had no clue it stemmed from such a tragic and horrific incident. Um like me, like, you know, yeah. I, I've heard it before, but I didn't realize something like that truly happened. Yeah, I mean it ain't I mean it might suck, but it's not really that big a faux pas, honestly. I mean it's like if you found out a shrimp on a barbie meant uh they was killing people and putting them on the barbecue we'd be like oh i didn't know that like Mm-mm. see i'm sure she didn't mean nothing by it she saw a dingo and the first thing she thought was dingo ate my baby uh paris also took uh to the microblogging site days earlier to insist she never meant to offend anyone during her trip writing especially a nation that's so deeply admire and appreciate and i will always take time tried to take accountability a statement came after the team criticized the herald sun newspaper earlier in the week after the publication branded her wacko jacko 2.0 following her controversial appearance at the melbourne cup she drew criticism after being pre- uh, picture pressed up against the windows of maya marquee at melbourne cup pulling pulling bizarre facial expressions at onlookers so i don't know it never said what she was an activist for Mm-mm. Um, i mean because you can't they you call her activist and i'm like well you know at least let people know because that's not something she's quote unquote known for mm-hmm. yeah i don't know so good journalism would have been like she's activist and then this even if you don't go on details them or something yeah i'll I put paris jackson activism in the uh thing to see if anything pops up dang we almost at time already uh mm-hmm. well we just did not get to spend a lot of time with you guys today i'm sorry uh, i got something to do at noon so um 
we have to uh come back and do some more of this tomorrow we'll, yes, we'll get to it we will uh thank you so much uh for tuning in live and everything um we gotta do sword ratcheting before we get out of here mm-hmm. uh and uh for those wondering I, i'm gonna be on the uh uh the ud show uh with Palm on mtr network because i didn't get to do balls deep this week so i'll be talking about uh sports with uh my man Palm um so if you want to catch what i think about different sports things this week that's the best place to go um where is my sword sound effect all right i'm playing my sword sound effect and then i'm gonna go look up the sword article um so there we go sound effect ever not longer than the trash ah, that, that's the only one longer than it yeah i don't know what her, what her activism is according to this okay i just want i mean they do have it though uh oh wait here's here it is everything you need to know about paris jackson and they got some stuff about her activism so let me uh click on that and meanwhile uh police a sword wielding man had meth in his pocket well that's a bad combination yeah watch a future man this morning and i see what that meth can make people do yes future man yeah that'll make you go crazy um let me let this article load both of these articles taking a sweet time all right paris jackson's activism uh we'll start there and then we'll work toward back towards the swords till that article loads okay um um let's see family is important to her body positive role model so i guess that could be kind of an activist thing um um let me just search this article for activism because it's moving a lot of pictures a lot of pictures in this article uh all right i gotta wait for all these pictures to load to even read this shit duh oh other examples all right so she realized she was born with a platform as a daughter of music royalty just as her famous father di- did before his death she routinely speaks out about topics she perceives as injustices and aims to supporting lee efforts of aimed at fixing them for instance in august she went off script while presenting the first award for 2017 mtv vmas to confront nazi white supremacist jerks in reference to the rise in attacks that unfolded earlier the same month in charlottesville virginia she addressed the nation with a powerful message we have zero tolerance for their violence their hatred and their discrimination we must resist she said during her impromptu speech other examples of activism include raising awareness for the concerns of native americans and protesting with activist groups to combat pollution so mm. there you go okay. she is an activist no problem and now we know the more you know knowing is half the battle it is because i sure didn't know <clears throat> a council bluffs man is currently being held in the potawatomi county jail after police found him inside outside a gas station waving a sword with meth in his pocket never good it was uh 3 a.m when the police got called he was uh he was waving a large sword outside of a business sword swinging time right prime sword swinging time at 12 o'clock <laughs> it's like the gremlins police found the man walking about out the business with a sword in the sheath on his back a wit damn he thought his death stroke a witness <laughs> told officers the man had been testing oh what what just happened here what just happened here oh oh great and now internet security <laughs>
What? Duh! Internet security alert. Ugh. This is, oh, uh, we're getting an internet security alert? What is happening over there? It's one of those sites where they clearly are trying to... Um, Sell you shit? Yeah, like if, like some dumb old person... With, oh, sorry, I shouldn't say it. Some dumb person that don't know nothing about the internet would probably be like, I need to buy some internet security real quick and give them my credit card number. Anyway, uh, this motherfucker had a sword outside. Uh, where can I go? Oh, the archive. That's where I can go. Um, we'll just have to read the article without going to the site which is uh one of the best things about pocket um but yes this motherfucker had a sore outside of the business at three in the morning police got called this nigga got meth in his pocket uh officers uh witness told officers the man had been testing the sword out in front of the store however the swordsman allegedly told officers he had dropped the blade earlier was simply putting it back in his sheath the man was uh, you know you gotta put it around sometimes you gotta wave it around to put it back in i was cutting my meth up with it he was arrested and investigators asked him if he had anything else that was illegal on his person to which he allegedly replied there was meth in his pocket in his pocket officers found 2.8 grams of meth in a pipe he's charged with possession of meth he's also charged with possession of a weapon and possession of drug paraphernalia all right guys is it for today i gotta get out of here thank you so much for uh listening live and for all y'all that listen later until tomorrow i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.